Hello and welcome to Get Loose, the podcast that brings news topics local and nationally to you. So come and join us as we shoot the breeze and bring a bit of laughter to these troubled times. I'm James. And I'm Mike. And it's time to Get Get Loose. How fat are you, mate? Hmm? How fat are you? Oh, I asked you the same thing at the same time. Ah. Um, I am still the same weight. I'm going to be honest, I've not really been trying the the last week, week and a half. Um, I've. It sounds like a bit of a cop-out, but I've sort of found myself worrying about other things that aren't my weight um i've had a lot of disorganizations of thoughts and uh where i move to next and everything like that i'm worrying about an awful lot of stuff at once and my weight sort of seems to have stepped back from the forefront of that Uh, Um, that is and i've done it before oh just get this sorted and then i'll start it's not even so much like that it's not i'll just you know i'll I'll see if i can have a stab at giving up smoking i'll I'll see if i can have a stab at whatever the fuck you like it's i genuinely uh, the last week two weeks i can't seem to organize how i want to do things i can't seem to think about how i'm going to go about doing this next doing that um how I move us all forward. Obviously, it's been going over the last, especially the last six to eight months. Um, And I don't think, I think it's been that way for a while, but because I didn't have work, other things took priority over that in my mind. So I think I've had this disorganisation of how I'm going to move forward in life and provide things better for my wife and my daughter and how I want to achieve more out of my life over everything else. And it's all become a bit discombobulated. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, there's, there's so much I want to do with life. There's so much I want to get out of life and there's so much I want to do for my family and I can't seem to put all those different things into a reasonable perspective order and it's the same with my creativity as well um I sat down a couple of nights ago I went right I'm going to start writing this now and I got about four lines in did a little bit of research into a specific topic so I could move forward properly and I went actually now I need to start on this this project. I need to start writing on this, and then I move backwards and forwards, and it's yeah. And then I got so frustrated, I just stopped. You need to sort of shout. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> I've actually found that, like since I've been doing the keto thing, I've been more 
more focused. Mm. My mind is seen to be in a better order because once you wrap your head around it, it's not hard or mm. it's not as hard as you would think. It's not as restrictive as, as you would think. Um, and I found that generally I've, I've been in much better um, mental health wise um, and having that focus and that constant of what I'm doing and what you know I have to do like just then we stopped recording because I need to go and get a drink because I'm a little bit behind on my liquids today so I need to catch up yeah and just stuff like that and it becomes automatic you know since we last recorded um, I've lost 10 pounds yeah since we last recorded this week just gone because uh, it's Tuesday and Tuesday's my way day mm. because I started randomly on a Tuesday. None of this, oh, I'll start on Monday, stuff that we've all done in the past. Yeah. It was just, it was Tuesday, I like, right, weighed myself and started. So Tuesday's my way day. And yeah, another three pounds off. And I went into another stone bracket as well, which is always a nice thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I I would uh, I would recommend. It. I think you'll be, you will be able to wrap your head around it. Mm. You know, last week, yeah, I I stuck to it, and we had an Indian um, at the weekend because I said to Jim, I put my bets on for the Grand National. And I said, oh, you know, if if it comes in, we'll have an Indian. Mm. It did. So you know, I wouldn't like about 40 quid up um, after the national so we got an Indian but the, the great thing is with Kehoe is that you can have it because yeah. Indian food it's all cream and you know good stuff like that that you can actually fit it in as long as you you know you're a bit careful and you know don't go mad yeah you can fit it in so it does a lot of the time it doesn't feel like it's diet. Mm. So for lunch today, I had um, a couple of boiled eggs, some ham, some like, pickled onions, some cheese, you know, like a, like a plowman's basically. Nice. You know, it was, it was lovely. And, you know, didn't feel like diet food. No. And I do genuinely think if you can wrap your head around it, and you'll be fine on it. You just need to just start it. Yeah. Right. I'm starting this, and I'm going to stick to it. And um, once you get a couple of weeks in, and you realise what you can and can't eat, and you explore it a little bit. Yeah. You'll be fine, and I think that you'll find if you do that, it'll help you focus in other areas of your life as well. Hmm. I think um, I think some of it is probably to do with the pandemic for you. Possibly, yeah. I think um, obviously we're limited to Zoom calls and stuff like that, and that's very different from sitting down and having a natter with a mate. You know, yeah. I mean, 
proper. And, yeah, know. I see. There's a big difference between sitting and talking shit like we did for this first segment, and we no doubt we'll carry on after we've done this segment yeah. um, over Zoom than doing it sat in their house with them over a couple of bevies, not necessarily alcoholic, but just putting the world to rights, so to speak. Yeah, and just, you know, it is, it is a very different environment face-to-face. And, but, uh, yeah, I do think that um, it, it will help you. Yeah, I, I, I think, obviously, being when we get to that stage where we can be in another person's house, yeah, I think it will help. Um, I know, obviously, the, the things that we, we've obviously set in motion for ourselves um, across the board have been batting around my head and like moving forward and stuff like that and going I need to make sure we're on top of this before certain things progress to a certain point because otherwise we're stuffed and then things have to be pushed back even further um, so that's played on my head a, a little bit as well um, and then yeah, I mean, like I say to do, but you know a lot of the time like there's no point worrying about it because some of the stuff we just can't do yet. It's not, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're wrong. It's not so much just the worrying. It's I like to forward plan. So I don't want to add. I need yeah. But sometimes you've just got to, instead of worrying about the big picture, yes, there might be a hundred things you need to do in that big picture, but worry about thing one. That's the problem, and that's the problem. It's finding, yeah, but that's the problem. Is it's finding what's thing one. Well, the first thing you do, exactly. But when you've got a hundred different things, where do you sort of go? Right, what's one? Because I could write it all down on the list and then go. I still don't know which one's number one. Well, just you—you you will find that one thing would just you'd end up doing it, and then that would lead to another. Yeah another so it just needs breaking down and um like i say having that focus on doing something mm. i think would help with yeah. that because even though you're worrying about everything else still in the back of your mind it's gonna be oh yeah i, I said i wanted to do something about you know my weight and stuff yeah and so that'll be just ticking away in the background yeah, and it messes with your head mm. you know, when it's like weight or smoking or whatever. If you said you're going to do it and you're not doing it, it pisses you off in the back yeah. of your mind and it, it makes it worse. So, if that wasn't there, it's one less thing to worry about. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I'd have on a more positive note noted that. I think the energy drink is contributing towards some of that confusion in my head. So like I've got one now, but that's because I've got to be up until like maybe four or five o'clock in the morning. And I was up at seven this morning. So I know by that point, I'm going to be up the better part of 24 hours um, to get ready for my night shift tomorrow. But I know going into my night shift tomorrow, I'll be prepared. So I'm not taking energy drink with me. What I'm taking is sugar-free Ribena. Or it's juice, but it's sugar-free. It's not necessarily Ribena. Ribena is just the first brand that came to mind. But I know not taking that with me will hopefully 
one, not contribute to the sugar count so much, and two, it might clear my head a little bit. I think so, and I think that might be some of it with me because, you know, I was on three or four cans of it a day because I get in the car in the morning and I drive past, you know, the post office and I go and buy a few cans and I'm like, so I'd have one on the way to the first stop and then I'd have one on the way between there and the next place I was going mm-hmm. and I'd have one on the way home. And like suddenly you drop three cans of energy drink and not only is it like full of sugar, like on keto, you can't even have one can. That's all your carbs for the day and some. Yeah. Um, and that really put it in perspective for me. And... Not only that, but you've spent probably you know, four quid, four and a half quid. Yeah. And, you know, that, if you're doing that five days a week, six days a week, you know, you're spending a hundred pound a month on energy drinks. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck are you doing, James? And do you know what? It hasn't bothered me in the slightest not having them. Yeah. There's not been one morning where I've been tempted to go and have one. Like I'm not even, not even um, the sugar-free ones or anything. Just totally cold turkey, and it's not bothered me one bit. Sorry. Which really surprised me because mm. I was expecting to struggle with it. You know, I thought I'd have the DTs <laughs> shaking. <all day. laughs> yeah, um, I've I've settled and. I think obviously going forward, that, that's where I need to be at with it because not knowing what's going on up here is really annoying me to a point like, like uh, something's fucking with my head. And the best solution I can come up with is I'm drinking so much of this at the minute that it's starting to warp things. You drink tea though, don't you? No, not really. No, is it because you don't like tea, or do you? Just no, I just uh, I we we're not really. I mean, I'm. My car used to be all about the hot beverages. Um, I've never really been about them. I do like a cup of tea, but I'm not one that will go. Oh, I've had one brew. Um, what's my next drink going to be? I'll have another brew. You know, like some people do. They'll drink just tea and coffee. I'm just thinking from me from a caffeine perspective. I mean that if I do want something caffeinated, that will be my go-to because tea and coffee is at work. So I would just go and have a cup of cup of tea. Yeah, that might be a way out for you. But obviously, if you do decide to do the keto thing, you'd have to watch your sugar. Mm. Now, my problem is that I I like an occasional cup of tea. I'm not a big big fan of hot drinks like you. I never have been. Mm. I hate coffee. Oh, coffee is the devil's piss. It is. I will drink tea occasionally, but the thing for me is that I have milk with two sugars, mm-hmm. and I don't like it with sweetener. No, it's a different taste, despite what people say. Can't yeah. taste the difference. Can't taste yeah. the difference. You fucking can. Um, so I go without. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if I could drink black tea or you know white tea with no sugar. Mm. Right, or black coffee or whatever because there's no carbs in coffee um so it's all right yeah do you know it's weird um 
you know those like flavored teas you can get like green tea and like the twinings do like the the fruit teas and stuff like that no um i'm not a massive fan of them but when i've had like one on an occasion it's not been awful but it's got to be that specific one but beyond that i've got to be really in the mood for a hot nice brew you know no, if it's tea and he's have milk and two sugars in it and be the colour <laughs> of his man's skin. <laughs> yeah, uh, I concur. That is how tea should be. Um, just noting that when I've had, when I've tried it, it's not something I've gone out and bought and gone. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a mint herbal tea. Fuck off. <laughs> because I don't have dreadlocks and I'm not. I don't walk around barefoot and say peace to the world man you know <laughs> which is very stereotypical of me but yeah you hit me <laughs> but when you say you know when you say shit like that people automatically make that assumption and it is just something we do um, and if you say you don't you're a fucking liar <laughs> um but no yeah i've really got to be in the mood for a brew but that will be my I think this will be another a new turning point for me in the weight weight loss journey. Um, yeah, I do think once you conquer your energy drink demons, yeah, you're better off for it. So the way I got around it is instead of like going to the post office every morning, I went to Booker and I bought a couple of slabs of Coke Zero. Yeah, I just had cans of that in my car because I do tend to need a drink when i'm in the car yeah i can't i can't stomach coke zero which is weird because dr pepper zero i like i quite like the taste of it's weird like how you zero is awesome not a fan when was the last time you tried it um not all too long ago because i come back with from the shop with what i thought was regular coke but i missed the little black label across the top of the actual label that said zero i was like oh wrong oh, it's all right i like it but I'm, I'm totally on board with things like uh because we we get on a regular basis the fanta fruit twist zero and the sprite zero yeah they're all zero the fanta's are yeah so i'm more than happy with those so if I need a carbonated fizzy drink, I'll go with that. If you, do, if you do end up doing keto, you'll have to get in the habit of drinking squash, mate, because it'll cost you a fortune. That's why I want to get, that's why I went and got a bottle of squash that's sugar free, because I'll just sit in my boot with my bike and uh, then I'll take that out when I get to work and it'll sit with me on the desk. I mean, you probably won't have to drink as much, but I, I've got to have six litres a day at the minute and that's a lot of liquid i don't know i think the i don't think there'll be much difference between the two of us i think there will because there's a big weight difference between the two of us not now the wind not now you dropped a couple of stone <laughs> no it's just uh, i've lost 22 pounds now total so just over a stone and a half mm. in five weeks so it's not awful man but it's yeah, really fucking still, good there's still um there's still a decent amount of weight between us, so it will drop down. Like mine dropped down when I put in my loss this week. It dropped down from six and a quarter liters mm. down to six. 
So you'd probably be on about four and a half, five litres. Maybe, yeah. Which, which is doable. But, um, you know, that's 10 pints of squash, five litres. Yeah. Which it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. It is, and that's that's the weird concept is because they make the reference in the in-betweeners, don't they? You, know, you go out and drink 10 pints of beer, but you wouldn't go out and drink 10 pints of orange squash, would you? Oh, yeah. Exactly. And it is it is challenging to do it, especially if you're busy. Like today, because yeah. we were in the bathroom and I was out, you know, picking up bikes and going around being cute and shit. You know, I had four hours there mm. where I might have had one, one pint of squash. Yeah. Whereas if I'm sat working, you know, when I'm at home, if I'm doing work, I'll have one. And then when I go and go for a fag, I'll get another one. Yeah. So I know I'll be fairly regularly having it because you can't just cram it all in because it's not good for your kidneys if you drink too much in too yeah. short a period. So if you're knocking back four pints in an hour, it's too much. That's it. You can't sit there and sort of crack your knuckles and go, right. Oh, I'm going to knock these 10 pints out of the pan. Like, yeah, you can't do it because you no. lose all your electrolytes and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult. So, like, in the morning, I'll have a drink when I first get up, like most people would. Mm. And then, like, I sit and I do some work in the morning before I go on the, get on the road, and I'll have one, another one before I go. So I've nailed a litre off before I leave the house. Yeah. And then on average, I'll probably have like three or four cans of Coke Zero when I'm out and about. So that's another litre and a half. Yeah. And if I get home, I'll have another pint of squash. So then suddenly I'm up to three litres mm. by, by lunchtime, which is, which is great. And then it, if you're doing something in the afternoon, it can be a bit of a challenge. Because I like to try and get it in as early as I can because otherwise I'm up all night. But yeah. I'll suffer tonight because it's, what, midnight now. And I've still, I've got one here and I still really need to have another pint, really. <laughs> so by the time I process that, I'll, you know, I'll be in bed and then I'll have to get up and then ball like but. But yeah, it's once you get in the swing of it, you know, habits form and and stuff. And I have faith. And yeah. Plus, I'm going to moan at you. No, I'm I'm glad we finally. I know, obviously, we've got the gap in between doing these recordings, but I'm glad we've had the time. Granted, it's this the, this time of night to sit and do this because the perplexities and confusion of everything that's going on in my head at the minute. Like, it's like, I've wanted to talk about it a bit. You know, I was about to say, do you know what the difference is? Is like the last month or so, you've gone from speaking to me, you know, every day, probably two two times, sometimes three times a day. Yeah. Um, to, you know, Days we haven't spoken properly for days and days. No, we've just been busy with shit. And I do think I'm not saying that like oh well, I organise your life for you, but you bounce stuff off. Yeah, 
and it helps you make decisions and stuff. So yeah, I was I was about to say that it's that's probably been the difference. Yeah, it's been um, uh, it's like therapy. This we know we I I know at the end of this we're gonna clip it all together, put it on the internet for people to hear. But that doesn't really bother me because the conversations that we have, I hope will help other people understand that if they're going through similar situations, it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and hopefully, like we said, like the intro says, we just want to bring a bit of laughter to people as well. So if we're helping people understand what they're going through and that it's okay, and also having a bit of a giggle, good yeah absolutely mate but um, yeah i think obviously your changing circumstances with work and stuff has changed when we talk a lot because usually i i'd ring you when i was on the way home yeah in the car on the on the bluetooth before anybody moans <laughs> but yeah if i have an hour drive i just ring mike and we just talk shit for an hour and yeah you know yeah Job's good at, and then I get moaned at by Jamna because I, I walk in on the phone. And... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because Mike tends to be in bed when I'm driving back from anywhere at the minute. I, you know, I get up for work. Mike's just get getting home and going to bed. Yeah, has changed things up, and yeah, it, it definitely um, it definitely makes a difference. It does. It does. So, yeah, that was a, a very long how fast today this week. <laughs> um, we've got one beef this week. And it's only because it got mentioned to me not long ago uh, by a friend of mine called John, whose beef was, he's, he's obviously trying to sell something on Marketplace on Facebook. And he's getting a lot of people just saying, hi, is this available? And you go, yes, it is. And then nothing back. <laughs> and I completely identify with this because it happens all the fucking time. And it's like, what's the point in asking if you've got no intention of going any further with it? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nothing. And just... Facebook marketplace in general can be a bit of a fucking ball, mate. No, I can't adjust. I mean, even from a buyer's perspective, because um, I was on there the other day and someone had put up a PSP and um, they put free underneath it. And then I, so I went into it, item description, uh, free to collect, still in good condition, just want it out of my house. So I messaged them saying, is it still available? Yes, it is. Awesome. Can I just double check? that it's free and that I've not missed the price somewhere. Message read. Nothing. I'm like, and then, and then the item listing just disappears and you're like, there's something fucking weird going on here. It just annoys me when people put free and it's not. It's like they put free yeah. and then the first thing in the description, not free. So yeah. why <laughs> put fucking free, moron? And <laughs> Don't take stuff off when it's sold. Yeah. And people oh. don't take stuff off when it's sold, but in brackets, sold. Yeah. Just 
fucking listening now. It's it. It's just a click of a button. It couldn't be any fucking easier. Yeah. It's just, oh. Or when you message, is this still available? And they just put SSTC. Oh, God, yeah. Subject to collection. Right, that bit's fine. But at least be polite enough to go, hi, someone's picking it up. If it doesn't go, you know. I'll drop you a message back and you can have it, yeah. Rather than just going, SSTC. It's just like rude. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm on board with this beef, John, because people are twats. Yep. <laughs> oh, we man. all hate people. What was it? What was I watching? Oh, no, nah, I, was, I was scrolling through Marketplace earlier, and it always makes me piss myself with spelling mistakes and grammatical errors and stuff. Yeah. Right. So obviously, someone had fallen victim to autocorrect because it was shed uh, shed clearance, but it autocorrected to sheed. <laughs> I just started chuckling to myself, so I don't I particularly like it when people put stuff up and then people call them out on it. Oh, you can buy that in a shop for that. Yeah. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Uh, <laughs> There was one, somebody was selling a fucking rock. A rock? Yeah. Just a just, just like standard rock. Yeah, just a rock. They wanted 85 quid for this rock. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what if it was, you know, special. Yeah. They put, they put a kind of Pepsi on top of it for just to get the idea of the size. And they just got ripped to fucking shreds <laughs> in the comments. There was like a hundred comments on this fucking rock. Okay. For 85 quid, it better have been the rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's in, that's just fucking stupid. <laughs> it's fucking like, what are you thinking? It's what what gets me is is when people sell things like video games and stuff and then you're like well i could go into cex and buy that for that price or you know the whole point of the of things like this is you know on occasion people want to feel like they're getting a better deal out of it but then they're like well if cex can sell at that price i can sell at that price like you can that's a fair point but people are more likely to buy from CEX at that price than they are from you because they know what they're getting from CEX. They don't know what the fuck they're getting from a stranger on Facebook. This is true. And um, you've got to be willing to haggle on Facebook. Yeah. It pisses me off when people don't haggle. It's like, you, it's like when you list something yourself, you put it on and you expect to take less than what you put it on because it's just the nature of it. Yeah. It's like when you go to a car boot and people won't I go, I go, how much is that, mate? Oh, it's £6.50. Oh, we take a fiver. Nope. Oh, well, all right, then. see you later. You know, you've got to be willing to move on it. Yeah. And, uh, and people just overpricing stuff. Oh, is it? 
Chen found the other day, we're off to a couple of bedside cabinets. And uh, there's a couple of pine ones, and they're all right. But this woman wanted 90 quid for them. It's like... What? 90 quid for a couple of pine bedside cabinets. What are you working on? What's her name? Wayfair? <laughs> but that's the thing, though, that you could buy, like, new ones. Yeah. You know, like, people are just deluded. Yeah, it's only worth what someone will pay for it. Mm-hmm. And like Jen was like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait until she can't sell her and it's put down to 60. I said, yeah, and then offer fucking 40. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just outrageous. Yeah. But um, yeah, but, uh, it's a strange place, Facebook marketplace. <laughs> it's a strange old world we live in, mate. It is, and on that note, I think we'll probably leave it this yeah. week there, because it is coming up to half past twelve on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we are hoping that we're going to find some sort of rhythm again. I know it's uh, it's getting quite a familiar tale every time we do a recording. <laughs> um, we're working on it, and. As well, hopefully, as the weeks go by now and the world starts getting a little bit back to normality, there might actually be some news for us to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope so. So, yeah, don't forget to get in touch about your top fives, please. Yes, please do. And your beefs. We know you're all going to have some beefs now that the world's reopening and much like my beef of hating people. Despite yeah. the fact that I need to be around them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us know. Yeah, let us know your beefs, let us know your top fives and anything that you want us to discuss. So if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to do so at podcastgetloose at gmail.com. Also, you can join us on our Facebook page, which is Get Loose, the podcast. Um, Type in on Facebook. Come and find us. Join the group. Um, It's a chance for you to interact with us and give us any ideas that you want for the show. We are also available now on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. So please subscribe on those. Tell your friends about us um, because we might be able to make them giggle. Hello, everybody. Um, again, I find myself apologising because it's been a little while. It has, but you know, things happen. Um, again, I apologise. Um, it's a massive couple at the moment, isn't it? Everything's changing, both personal lives and just in society around us. So it's making huge changes against what we've been living through for the last year and a bit and to be fair it's at times it has been a slog to talk about stuff because nothing's been happening (laughs) no no and now uh sort of everything comes back at once i mean technically it hasn't but at the same time it feels like it has yeah so i think this week because we're a bit shit 
we're just going to freestyle and just talk shit. Yeah, let's talk some shit, mate. You know, let's keep it free and breezy. Um, no, I would, I would please to our uh, listeners to come up with some suggestions for top five. Yes. Thoughts. Yeah. Um, I think the last couple of weeks where we've not had a guest on where we've had to suggest our own top fives, it's starting to become a bit of a struggle. Yeah. I mean, I if, we were, if we were free balling, it's now going to go top 90s movies. Yeah. <laughs> a reserve list. Um, I do feel that we should mention the passing of Prince Philip. Indeed, we should. Um, Bless him. Good innings, 99. Um mm. Did say himself that he couldn't think of anything worse than being 100 years old. So he just managed to get out in time. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can't imagine living to be 100. I can't imagine being in a state where you bear. Well, I mean, he was up until what? Maybe a year. This last year, he's sort of gone downhill more than anything else. Up until that point, he was in relatively good health, so to speak. Yeah, he went to hospital every now and again, but you will do at that age. Mm. Um, I think, um, whatever people's thoughts on the man were, you have to remember that you know a wife is grieving. Yes, she's the queen, but she was a wife, and they've been married a long, long time. You know, seventy plus years. Yeah, and. For whatever you think of the bloke as well, is he did do a lot of good, um, and he did represent the country well, so to speak, in many other ways, despite some of his comments, which were, I think, Fucking hilarious. They were hilarious, but <laughs> I think, given the amount of context that people are flying out the comments that he made, they're quite repetitive, and it makes you think, well, it's just the same comment, but they're just and they are few and far between no one talks about what he does in between the rest of those comments do they well no i had this argument when um, when kieran was on a few weeks ago yeah spoke about him and you know the guy is from a, was from another time well this is it um, because you obviously we talked about empire britain didn't we yeah and it reminded me of the the joke that jimmy carr made a few years back about when Britain used to go off stomping off around the world. Like uh, they'd arrive on a ship and go, I'd like to buy some spices, please. But I, I don't know what they said. We'll try it a bit clearer. I'd like to buy some spices, please. No, nothing. What do you want to do? Well, we'll put a, we'll put a flag in the ground, build a railroad and in 200 years they'll have a call center. <laughs> you know, it, it, it reminded me, me very much of that joke. And to be honest, that's how things went back in Empire Britain. They stomped off and they basically, not, I'm not saying they arrived and went, I'd like to buy some spices, but I they like very much went, you know. take on it, which is very similar. Like turn up, uh, we claim this, this country for, for England, for the British Empire. Uh, this is our country, you can't have it. Well, do you have a flag? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think 
you know, we covered that quite extensively in that episode. But yeah, I, you know, I think he's a, he's a top man, and you have to respect what he did for the country and for the crown. Absolutely. And um, I will argue with anybody all day long if they want to give him shit. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, now that we've acknowledged the passing of uh, a big yeah. royal, Phil, you know, good old Phil. Um, I think we need to uh, talk about the changes that have happened this last week, really. Well, I went swimming. Ooh, get you. Yes, at Woodall Spa, an outside pool. Um, we booked it like a week before, and literally half an hour before we were going to go, it was fucking snowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the most bizarre day in weather. Wasn't it just? Wasn't it just? And um, no, it was very nice. We went to uh, Jubilee Park and Woodall Spa. Um, you know, COVID safe. There's about there's about thirty people, I think, in the pool. That's all right. And, um, it's a big pool, so yeah, the kids loved it, and um, it was a bit bit nippy when you got out. I bet it was, mate. <laughs> but uh, no, that, that was nice. It was nice to be able to go do something with the kids, and uh, mm. because it's been hard on them as well. You know, in the last year, we would have probably gone down to Flamingo Land or something and had a week where they could have been in the pool and stuff and they all love swimming. It's it's difficult for them. Yeah. Uh, we we don't give we don't give and I don't think we really have given kids enough credit through this last year because whilst you know they all reasonably understand well enough that you know there are germs around, or as we know it, the coronavirus, um, which is preventing things from opening and them from seeing other people. They've done fairly well to get to this point before having massive tantrums and whatnot about not being able to do things. I'm not saying they've all had massive tantrums and stuff, but we we ourselves have adult, as adults have had massive tantrums over the last year. I mean. We've all looked outside. We've all seen the news. I don't know. Again, it's, it's been different for me because I've been because of work. I've been out and about, so mm. in a way, I've been quite lucky that I've I've had that, and even lucky that I haven't actually caught the virus. Yeah, considering that for ninety percent of it, I've been out in it, mm. and um, you know, probably last year is the like the best year I've had for health for a long time. You know, real illness, apart from after I had my jab. And I think, I don't think it was symptoms of the jab. I think it just, it weakened me a little bit. And I had a few days, about a week after my jab, where I was rough. Yeah. You know, I just think it was, I just got something else that was going around. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I've been very, very lucky. I mean, with with the kids, especially the older kids, like I know that if you know, 13, 14 year old me, it'd be fucking brilliant. 
No school. Parents quite happy to let you sit and play on your computer because it means you're not doing their editing. Oh, yeah. When I say kids, I do mean generally from like the ages of eight and under, really. Yeah, I was going to say sort of five or six year olds. Once you hit 10, you're sort of at that games console in age. I mean, and that's both genders, really, because I mean, while video gaming is mostly associated with young lads and lads of you know of a certain age, you know you get all these young female gamers now that are playing things like Minecraft. I mean, they call themselves gamers, but Minecraft's not a game. Minecraft. Okay. It's it's three D M S paint where you get to build your own world it's out just, of paint. It's just Lego on a grander scale, isn't it, on a computer? Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. It just, it just it baffles me. It's digital you know, Lego. The older kids play it. Yeah, no, I don't get it. Isaac still plays it, and he's like 14. And like no. when we did our top uh, video games, mm. my top one would be Minecraft. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then Fortnite was also in his top five as well, and that needs to fuck off. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Um, I do hope actually that because they've all been cooped up that it might actually spark the kids to go out you know when they can without any restrictions yeah i don't think it will but i would have hoped that it would no i don't think it will isaac and lucas never been for a kick around down the park and like some of the best years of my life would just be like down the park with your mates. Yeah. Having a kick around or whatever. And it makes me a bit sad. This, yeah, it seems to have been a weird transition, isn't it? Like, because, yeah, we say, you know, like kids and like Isaac and Lucas haven't been down, but they play video games all the time. Whereas we played, you know, video games, but we balanced it out with a kick about and doing other shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like in the school holidays, you, I'd be out at like ten o'clock in the morning, up and out. We'd go and knock on everybody. Oh, right, coming down the field, coming down the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go down the field and you play football all day. Yeah. And then you go in for your tea, and then you'd usually have like a couple of mates staying over, and then you'd stay up all night playing, you know, video games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, was bad. You choose which house, which parents were going to get punished that day by having four or five of you <laughs> round, and you know that's when you get it in, and I, there just doesn't seem to be any balance. No, there know, isn't. I do, I do. I feel. I mean, I suppose everybody feels this, but I do feel like my time of growing up was just about perfect. Mm. You know, you go out, play football all day, build dens, camp out. You know, nobody was, you know, lurking to, you know, come and nonce on you. That's it. That's the thing. Up until, like, 1999, there wasn't a thing as a fucking nonce. I mean, there was, obviously. But, like, it, it wasn't think something that was in the paper, like, or online, like, every other fucking half an hour. Like, oh, yeah. Terry's a nonce, watch out. I mean, yeah, people said shit like that about people, didn't they? Like, there was a bloke who used to live around our way. He was an alcoholic, and he had, like, scraggy grey hair. And 
people used to call him like a fucking nuts. Like, oh, careful. He'll take you and he'll take you down to that island that sat sit in the middle of Hearthstone Park Lake, and that's where he'll nonce on you, and that's where you'll live forever. Like, it wasn't true, but... Well, that's the thing. Because people say it doesn't mean it's true. There was a bloke that lived near us we called Rob the Dog, because you'd always see him walking his dog, and everybody used to say he used to shag his dog. But that, that was just kids being kids and making shit up. Yeah. But there was never actually... I mean, I don't... I can't recall, like, growing up in, like, there being, like, a, a nonce case at all, really. The way that the world is, is that, you know, back in the day, everybody would look out for each other, you know, everybody knew everybody who lived, you know, within a mile of you. Mm. It's all knocked around, and somebody come and knock on your door, and oh, who's that? Oh, that so and so's son. Yeah. Or whatever, and the communities would know each other. That yeah, absolutely. Out for each other, and you didn't have to worry about you know people on Facebook with fake profiles and Snapchat and all that bollocks. Mm. And it's just like I say, I feel that growing up, you know, sort of late 80s early 90s my formative years was just absolutely perfect yeah because don't get me wrong we pissed adults off but there was a line and usually we knew where that line was there was a bit of respect there and you know <clears throat> this is it There's... everybody else does you have a drink you know when you shouldn't have done or a smoke or whatever mm. But if it came down to it, if an adult told you something, you'd fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, let's look at, you know, like there was a time where if you dicked about school, you got the fucking cane. Yeah, and I think for me, I it was it was just after that period. Um, yeah. It was a few years after the canings had gone out. Uh, but you still respected the teacher. You still knew. Yeah who the fucking boss was. And, it, you know, it still meant something. Yeah. And now, the teachers don't have any power at all. No. They're not, the, t- the parents don't encourage the children to respect the teachers. Mm. Um, because the teachers have no power at all. And even no. They have the power to, you know, if they fall over, give them a hug because, oh, they might be a paedophile. This is it. Uh, if teachers do anything these days, really, on either swing of the scale, it's going to be their job on the chopping block. And that's why I do think that for a lot of it, the teachers always used to be people that really, really cared. They were driven to be teachers. Mm-hmm. And I find that it's not necessarily that way anymore. No. A lot of people, you know, go to be teachers because of the perceived good hours. Yeah. We'll um, get holidays off. Yeah. And as you know, my mum and dad were both teachers. And, you know, that's not how it, how it used to be. You didn't just turn up at, you know, quarter to nine. No. And leave at, you know, ten past three. That's not how it worked. And um, you were really, really driven. You had to be yeah. to be a teacher. 
and that's why most people a bit older will remember every one of their teachers' names and, you know, what they were like and personalities. And I don't think that, you know, necessarily this generation will. No, they won't. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of a step back um, and say, you know, since obviously things have lifted because we started there. Um, we went to Woburn Safari Park yesterday. Whoa! Woo! Uh, it was it was a it was a really nice day out. The weather was proper nice. Um, got to take Marie to go do something she got to that she'd never done before, and it's one of those places where you get to actually be like up close with the animals. Obviously, they can wander straight up to the the window of the car and crap like that. Um, to the point where she absolutely loved it. There was a monkey hanging off the the side of the car yesterday. She absolutely loved it. But it reminded me of one thing that I had remembered whilst we've been sat in lockdown. And whilst I've been sat here going, oh, you know, can't wait for shops to reopen. I want to go buy some shit. I want to go see some people and grab that. I forgot how much I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> we we drove around this massive pub and yeah obviously there's no such thing really as social distance in between cars but they, they've got a set of rules in place you, you keep your windows up and you don't try and feed the animals which let's face it when there's a tiger roaming around and shit like that you're not going to lean your hand down and go oh do you want some beef mate um <clears throat> but there was people driving past like um rhinos and whatnot just having a vape out of the car like are you fucking serious mate like put your fucking window up i'm pretty sure you can do without that too on that vape whilst you drive around but then at the same time people were stopping and going oh look at the zebra and then you go yeah zebra and then they'd sit for like 10 minutes just staring at this one zebra and then you're in a queue and you're like and you can't beep your horn because that means you need assistance <laughs> You can't get out of the car because there's wild animals rolling around. So at no point can you pull up to the side of this person and go, what the fuck are you playing at? So you're literally at the mercy of the person in front of you. Basically, yeah. I can handle that shit. There were, there were places where you could get around the car, but, you know, sometimes it wasn't as, as easy as that because obviously there's um, staff there in their own jeeps to make sure that, if a lion climbs on your car, it's not going to sit there for the rest of the day. <laughs> then you become the mercy of this lion. But going around the park was, you know, nice. They had a the live bird show on that they that most places like that do, and and then they've got the walk, the foot safari that you can do. So. Um, where he got to sit like on a bench nice and up close with some kangaroos and stuff like that. Uh, so she loved that. And I got to pay for the price of just three tubs of ice cream. I got three scoops of ice cream. It was, I tell you, though, those people make fucking min. Absolutely outrageous. I, I love them. I love her. Little tub of mint chocolate chip. Cool, that'll be three ninety nine, please. You, so what? 
More for you. I mean, more for me, but I mean, like, there's nowhere else there to get a bucket of ice cream, and it was quite warm. So, yeah. Oh, God, that's so British. It's slightly warm. I need an ice cream. No, <laughs> nothing says like that. But, you know, it's there. It was the first... Yes, but it's five degrees warmer than yesterday. Give me ice cream. It's the first chance. You know, it's quite warm, and it's the first opportunity to be out having an ice cream. Oh, well, isn't this fun? But I don't want to pay through the fucking nose for it. You know. But unfortunately, you have to accept that fact whenever you go to anywhere like this. Yeah. That and the internet signal was piss poor, and it's just one of them places, again, where it'd be awesome if you, you know, play something like Pokemon Go. You're already in a car driving around at a slow pace. Fucking get your steps in, son. Get your steps in. <laughs> get those eggs hatched. Catch those Pokemon. Get your adventure sink on. Well, yeah, but you need. You also need internet signal to be able to fight it. True. But yeah, that's what we did yesterday. It was quite cool. So we, we that was our entire day, really. Actually, we left here at half nine, and we got back about half seven, eight o'clock. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the definition of all day. Yep. <laughs> well, I had a random day today mm. because I went to work and I got home and then I got reminded by Jem that Nan, not my Nan, the boy's Nan, Jem's mum, had bought the boys new bikes because she just had to go to the fucking shops on Monday. All the shops are open. She'd be going to the shops like every other shop. Right. And that she could go in all through lockdown. And um, she decided they needed like, Of course. Was questionable anyway. But went to Halfords. And because she had to faff around with them and get them built and do all this, that, and the other, they don't offer a delivery service when you do that. Yeah. So I had to go and pick the fucking things up today. Like, I didn't even know. Right. Right, finished work. And he's like, oh, you need to go and pick those bikes up, aren't they? Oh, yeah, mum ordered it. Well, mum like, paid for them and that, but um, they don't deliver. You need to go and get them. Like, All right. So off I went. And then Jeff was like, oh, why are you there? Just get to be in queue. All right, I like a wander around being cute. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, we've been talking about redoing the bathroom. Mm. So it's like, get this and this and that for the bathroom. And what I didn't realize was that as soon as I got back, we had to start the fucking bathroom <laughs> <laughs> the minute you get back. Pretty much. Got the bike. Right. Well, I, I hope you had a relaxing time picking up those bikes and going to B&Q, because now we're going to do some cleaning and some decorating. Well, that's how it started, because you started cleaning the bathroom, and then that turned into decorating it. So, uh, oh, wow, yawning. It is like after 11 o'clock at night when we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, cleaning turned into decorating, and it is much cleaner now. So this is the the bathroom, the family bathroom, or is this the new bathroom that's being taken over in This time? is the family bathroom, because technically we haven't got the new bathroom yet. Yeah. So technically it will be the, the kids' bathroom. Yeah. Which, in, the kids' bathroom in the east wing of the house. Yes. 
<laughs> Which is why it's going to be, and I, this is the most random thing that I think has ever happened to me, is that it's going to be a Star Wars themed bathroom. <laughs> the random thing is that I didn't suggest it. <laughs> I think, uh, and I think I've come up with the reason behind why Jem suggested the bathroom become a Star Wars bathroom. And that is because all three of your kids, like yourself, love Star Wars. And seeing as it's becoming the kids' bathroom. Well, yeah, and you know, I'm, I know that we've got at least a good 10 years out of it because yeah. you know, they're probably not going to grow out of it. I mean, Leia, bless, has got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not arguing with it. <clears throat> I just, it never crossed my mind. No. And suddenly, Jem, she saw something. Someone made a toilet roll holder out of a lightsaber and that started her looking. If you're actually, that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah. So, you know, major wife points to Jem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yes, we've, we've embarked upon that today. I've got a lot to do, though. I've got stuff to build. I've got a lightsaber towel rack to build. Well, not only to build, I've got to conceptualise it, design it, then build it. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which one of the kids will be the first one to fall off the toilet mid-poo when they get shitted up by the uh, the shower curtain <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, because we've got Han, Han Solo in carbonite. Um, I guarantee it'd be Isaac because the other two don't get up. Yeah, well, there you go. He mooches around because... At least 14, that's what he does, mooches. Um, but it is, if we pull it off how I want to, and you know, on some stuff that we've seen, it's going to be fucking epic. Yeah. And yeah, it'd be a really, really cool, um, really cool thing in what, in essence, will be, you know, the kids' studio flat that they've got in that half of the house. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, basically. I mean, the as you enter that side of the house, it's like a fucking lounge as you walk into the, that part of the landing. You know, that was the weird thing, and we were talking. Me and Gemma talk about this the other day. Is like when we we're talking about houses, like I was, like, oh, I'd love it. Like if I built a house, I'd have it so you had like your landing, but then you'd have another room, like a common room, like in Harry Potter. Yeah, and then you'd have bedrooms going off it. And like, fuck me, when we come to look at this house, that's exactly what it had. And <laughs> just absolutely awesome. Well, there you go. Next plan is you get a massive door-sized picture of a fat lady. <laughs> it has been mentioned. <laughs> it has been banded around, but the next job will be the uh, playroom. Oh, yes. Once we've moved out of the room. Mm -hmm bedroom we'll be getting the playroom sorted out which means that we won't have their shit around the rest of the house <laughs> guarantee you will Fucking we won't <laughs> be odds, but it's like a lot of layers toys like a play kitchen and yeah stuff like that. it's you know you can't move for like standing on fucking plastic onions and call on the cobs and 
whatever else I play food. <laughs> it just gets every fucking where. So it'd be nice that they've got somewhere to be and play and, and stuff. Yeah. You know, necessarily where we are. But equally, because the room we're moving into, like I'm gonna put a sofa in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna move my PlayStation up there as well. Into your bedroom. Yeah, because it gets decent Wi-Fi up there and it's much warmer than the lair. That's fair. Um, plus, it gives me an excuse that I can buy a new telly for the bedroom. I've got my eye on a 70-inch one on uh, that I've seen. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully, if I can ever afford it, um, that will come in. So there's a lot going on in our house at the minute. Yeah. So that's getting busy. I mean, I love the way through lockdown, everybody's been decorating stuff. We come out of lockdown. What's the first thing we do? Decorate a fucking bathroom. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. We uh, we haven't really done a lot to our house through lockdown. I mean, yeah, we've moved stuff around and we've had to switch around with certain things and stuff like that. But it's now coming back out of lockdown that we're going, actually, there's things we need to do to the house and we want to crack on with it. Um, don't get me wrong, I mean, part of that was because I spent six months out of work, so it wasn't a case of, oh, let's just nip out and buy a couple of tins of paint, because we didn't have the money to go out and buy a couple of tins of paint or whatever we needed for to just start randomly decorating. Um, but today we started, we've got three, well, three main big trees outside the house, and they are overshadowing um, the house in the morning, so the front of the house is stone cold like i've been proper fucking cold in the Mate, morning don't talk to me about fucking cold no i'm You've it's different it's different it's different it's different i'm not trying to have a competition <laughs> because, because you live in a fucking barn it's not a barn it's a fancy barn <laughs> no yeah just it <laughs> just has no heating because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't built your house wasn't built to be a house originally well, the thing is, Norway's next door. They've got fucking gas, bastards. Yeah. Um, so when they when they redid the house, for some reason, they didn't fit a boiler and central heating. Yeah. In in our house, as you know, we've got one one log burner that great. It warms up the kitchen, mm. and if you have it burning on its most fierce setting, eventually. It will heat up some really poorly placed radiators in the house. Yeah. And it just, it's ineffective. It doesn't do anything. So then you have to rely on the storage heaters, which are fucking expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, eventually, I, before I die, I will get gas central heating. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, I digress, but we digress. Back to my point. Well, I interrupted you. So it's fine. No, you're all right. So, but the the trees are overgrowing like they into the road and into next door's garden and stuff like that. So we start, but they're also like parts of them are dead because obviously the light hasn't been getting to them, so they've been fucking dying. Yeah, say the conifers they will do. Um, so I'm I'm currently like as we've knocked off branches, um, all dead pine needles and stuff, and cut off dead branches and stuff. We found found ourselves with like I don't know a two foot high pile of dead pine needles on the ground like shifting them along with a fucking spade um and what we've done so far looks really nice and some tomorrow afternoon i'm going at it with a chainsaw 
Well, I'm not. My brother-in-law is. Fucking hell. Jesus. <laughs> He's a hammer. So, <laughs> to be honest, at one point, we debated getting my brother-in-law to come out with his chainsaw. We were just going to put a big rope around it to make sure he didn't fall into the house next door. And then we decided, actually, do we have the strength between the three of us to make sure that this 24-foot high thick tree trunk tree isn't going to fall on someone's house it's just by pulling on a rope and going heave um oh, yes yeah but i'd rather not i'd rather not risk it right, because right. the thing is if i pay someone to come down and chop it down it's their fault it's their fault if <laughs> i if i do it myself and it goes through someone's house i ain't got the fucking money to pay to rebuild their bastard house Read fucking hell. What is here? Fucking giant seconda tree. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh dear. We can't, so what? Well, right. If, if it fall, if it falls towards their house, it's going to take out at least their car and their front bay window at the very least. And even that, I can't afford to pay. <laughs> but no, you, I did have the right idea when you were mocking it. Like mm. putting a rope on. If you yeah. cut it the right side, that would work. Has worked. I've done it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but for the time being, I'm just happy to get what I can cut back so it's not overhanging into the road. And it looks semi-tidy. Oh, conifers are resilient. You could cut them down to about four foot and then they grow back again. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the one that's not a conifer, but I don't know what the fuck it is. It's weird. Um, I'll, have, I'll have a look when eventually I come round. Um, so, yeah, we're, I'm doing that the last couple of days and just sort of tidying things up around the garden because, I mean, I hate gardening. But, oh, me too. Um, with the like new play equipment that we've got coming for outside for Marie, we just wanted to make tidy back a few of the bushes and the trees and stuff that's out there. So Fair we've enough. done that, um, and then we'll move onwards with the house. Like there's things need doing around the house and shit. I want to get some shelving put up and crap. Cool. So that's going to be my non-lockdown time. So that's it for this week. Don't forget, if you have beef or you have an idea for a top five, get in touch at podcastgetloosed at gmail.com. In fact, if you just fancy saying hello, give us a shout. So until next time, it's goodbye from Mike. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. So stay safe, be nice, and take care.